The following recording is from the Land of Yoga Meditation Series by Toby Wallace. For more information, go to landofyoga.com. So first, wherever you are, get the feeling of being still and quiet. and relax. And then have a big breath in and a deep sigh. The topic for this session is transformation. How to bring real change into your life through meditation. So not everyone wants change, but if you do, and you want to use your mind to bring that about, then you have to understand how your mind has been working and how it is likely to continue to work so if you want to create transformation, which is something quite exceptional beyond just living the same way all the time, then you have to be very skillful with your mind. And really, the reason for meditation is to become aware self-aware first and then expand that awareness beyond your own self and it takes time and you have to be vigilant and certainly if you want to create transformation for yourself in some area well there's going to be a few parts required to be successful. And so we'll look at that. So first of all, with meditation, we've got to start with being still and quiet. Let's take a couple minutes now to just be still and quiet and try not to be mindless here. Immediately practice being aware, self-aware, by noticing where your mind is at. So we're going to take a couple minutes where you will be stuck with your mind and you will get a very clear sense of where it's at.
Okay, have a deep breath. So what's reasonable to expect for most people is that we spent the last two minutes thinking the whole time. We may well have been aware or present for very short durations in that time, but most of the time jumping all around the place and jumping away from the present. And that's to be expected for most people who are living busy lives. And that's why we start by stopping, being still and quiet, and then taking the time to settle. We're not really getting anywhere in meditation yet. In some ways we're just preparing to meditate. And so a really useful tool is a relaxation practice, a guided relaxation, and we'll do that now. And this will give you a chance to work through stress or anxiety or tiredness, which will always be in the way of self-awareness. And so we bring the mind to the body to get a sense of awareness of how we are feeling taking your mind to something in the present, your body. So get a sense of your toes and try to relax them. Get a sense of your feet, the soles of the feet, the tops of the feet, the heels. Try to relax the ankles, the shin bones, the calf muscles, loose underneath the knees, loosen your kneecaps and inside the knee. See if you can relax your hamstrings. the upper thighs. Get a sense of your pelvis, buttocks, your tailbone, and your lower spine. Try to relax your lower back, the lower side, the abdominal muscles, the belly button, the stomach, coming up to the rib cage. Feel how it's moving as you are breathing. Get a sense of the two lungs inside the rib cage, expanding and contracting.
Get a sense for the level of ease that you have in your breathing. And think about your heart in between the lungs. And whether it's pressured or not. Whether it's relaxed or not. Get a sense of your collarbones, your shoulders, relaxing, even the underarms, triceps, biceps, elbows, forearms. Relax your wrists and through the hands through the knuckles, through to the fingers, the fingertips, the fingernails, the fingerprints, and relax the palms. Now come up to your throat, sides of the neck, back of the neck, back of the head, sides of the head, the ears, top of the head, and the forehead, the temples, the brow, the eye sockets and the eyes. The line of the nose. Relax the cheekbones. The cheek muscles. The skin over the face. The lips. Teeth and gums, even the tongue relaxed, sides of jaw through to the chin, and the glands underneath the jaw, the whole head, the whole body. Here you are, somewhere, in a space, aware of your body and its sensation, in passive form, restful, quiet. Bring your mind now to the nostrils and feel a soft flow of breath moving through gently, a quiet, slow, gentle and steady breath, slowly in, slowly out, 
slowly in, slowly out. Okay, have a deep breath. So continuing to be self-aware first in meditation, get a sense now of where your mind's at. Does it feel heavy, slow, dreamy, lethargic, tired? If so, then you've not been mindful in your day. You've been stressed or anxious or busy or tired. And just by stopping and slowing down, we used a therapeutic tool to stabilize your mind stabilize your body and its breathing but we haven't really been meditating yet because if you're just tired or dreamy then you're not present and this brings us to the topic of how transformation works in meditation how to produce real results in our lives, real change. You have to use your mind and you can't use meditation as stress release or for anxiety or tiredness. That's not meditating, that's relaxing. And the results are very limited in terms of self-awareness, change, and certainly transformation. There are two key parts to how transformation works. The first part is this. Do you really want it? You've got to work that out. If you just do meditation to deal with your stress, anxiety, that's not meditating and that's not going to produce lasting results, real change. Are you willing to become self-aware? And You'd have to have a reason to do that, otherwise you wouldn't bother, or certainly if it got too hard you would give up. So do you really want change? And are you aware of what you are trying to change? So we use in yoga, being present meditation techniques to become very clear on where we are at so that it becomes undeniable what you are doing and what you may need to work upon. 
So, gently move into a sitting position. Close your eyes. So I'll reinforce this many times. If you use meditation just for relaxation, then you are absolutely not meditating and you're not really going to develop and you certainly won't get transformation. You've got to actually make the choice to become responsible for your mind always, always, every day, how you think, how you react, how you live, how you behave. Until you are clear about that, you will not know how to create real change. So we're going to do a being present exercise for about five minutes. Being present, there are three ways to be present. You have an awareness of the space you're in, which includes sounds, temperatures, images, things that are happening. You have an awareness of your whole body in the space, and how it's feeling. And then you have an awareness of how your body is breathing as it sits in the space. And to be present truly, you're aware of your breath at the same time as you're aware of your whole body, its posture, its tensions, its tightness, its energy levels. And you're aware of the space you're in and what is happening around you. all at the same time. So that's what we're going to practice. But we're going to use this practice as a way of finding out where is my mind? What is my mind doing, even in a, the most simple of moments, where there is very little pressure, very little drama, very little distraction? So you're challenge is to remain present to the space you're in, present to the sensations of your body, and present to how it is breathing. And you can know that every time you go off into thought, you've stopped being present. In fact, any time you are thinking, you're not present. So consider this practice as something that you are using as a way of watching and finding out where you are at.
Have a deep breath. Okay, lie down. Take a break. When that's sitting, we all got a sense of where we're at mentally, where our mental health is at. And if your mind is going all over the place and unable to sustain being present, then you know that you're not healthy mentally. But most people wouldn't worry about that because most people accept a very low level in their lives. And there's a culture for that. So if I'm happy to be anxious or neurotic or distracted, then I won't address it. But if we're really meditating, we're becoming very self-aware of our mind, the way it thinks, and why it thinks that way. And we continue to observe and examine, to look for what we are not seeing about our own lives. And this is where we get to the topic of transformation. So in yoga, we need to be very present to our behaviors and to understand that our mind creates its own obstacles to us being happy and connected, compassionate, mature, self-aware and if you study your mind properly with real intent you'll see that it behaves in habitual patterns it does pretty much the same thing the whole time and so transformation can only occur by breaking free of habitual structures And you have to become aware of them first. So basically, you can't do something about something if you don't know it's there. Meditation is to expose what you're not noticing, starting to recognize negative patterns and habits that affect your ability to connect. So what level of life do you really want? Most people are happy to be fairly distracted, unstable in their mind, emotionally inconsistent, overreactive, angry, insecure, anxious. Most people are fairly happy about that if it doesn't really get in the way. If you meditate enough, you'll realize that, that that's a real problem to live like that. And it really affects your happiness and your relationships. And it really affects other people in negative ways. 
And this is where the difficulty comes, because if you don't want to face some of this, you prefer denial, you'll always give up with meditation, you'll stop doing it. So do you really want change, or are you just acting like you want things a bit easier? Do you want security and things just to be pretty nice and not too many problems? Or do you want a transformed life that actually has a connection to enlightenment, which is what yoga and Buddhism are all about, an amazing life with phenomenal levels of self-awareness, supreme levels of mental health, emotional health, and of course physical health. A life where you have an excellent diet always. You have excellent health in your emotions. And you've removed violence from your mind. You've created balance, maturity. And then a real connection to the community where you're not just living a life for yourself, trying to just be happy for yourself, but live an exceptional life, which is available for so many people, and yet most people don't choose it because they don't want to do the work. Okay, have a deep breath. and then move into a sitting position. So this is the second part really, is how to create transformation. And it's based on the idea that there's a serious intention and a decision that a human makes that says, I am gonna be responsible for my mental health, my emotional health, because I know that everything starts there and my whole world can open up from there and I have to break out of habits the culture of habit which is mostly based on fear and insecurity and selfishness and egocentricity and so we use practices practices in meditation or yoga and there are so many practices and we'll just use a simple one now a breath practice square breathing this practice will unlock all psychosomatics neuroses anxieties all fears all egocentric tendencies square breathing is the perfect tool it's relaxing it's good for stress, but it will open up your unconscious mind and create change, or create the space for change. And so here's a tool, a practice that you could use every day if you wanted to. So how does it go? You're breathing through your nose only. We're using four sides of the breath. We want to breathe slowly, smoothly, and consistently and we want to have four even sides of the breath 
The four sides are breathing in, holding full, breathing out, and holding empty. So to balance these four sides, you have to count. So if you breathe in for four seconds, then hold full for four seconds, and then breathe out for four seconds, and then hold empty for four seconds. So if you're not already going with this, start now. Now you don't have to do four seconds, you could do eight or 15, but we want all four sides to be the same. So you need to know about your lung capacity. You need to pace yourself and develop this practice over time to phenomenal levels, you can. So regulate it according to your capacity, breathing in, holding full, breathing out, holding empty. Ideally, you cannot hear this breath. That's how softly you are breathing. That's how slowly you are breathing. If you are out of breath, your numbers are too high, drop them down. Look for a balance in the four sides. And then let this practice start to work on your unconscious mind. As much as it works on your body, relax into the practice. And continue to observe your mind.
Next time you breathe in, relax and have a deep sigh. And when you're ready, lie down, take rest again. Look for the space that we keep creating, especially in the rest period. If you have a busy life, then just creating space for quiet is already a sign of a transformed lifestyle. If you really want change in your life, for whatever reason, you've got to really mean it. You've got to take total responsibility for doing it. You need to commit to doing it and to continue doing it. Otherwise, you're not serious about it. And that's the problem most people find. It is very simple. If you've never tried a life where you are extremely healthy physically, always aware, mentally and emotionally, every day, well then try that type of life, a totally transformed type of life. It's a totally different life on a whole other level. It opens up endlessly. It becomes more and more amazing and more and more wonderful. And the only way it occurs is through a consistent, dedicated intention. And maturity is required. Personal responsibility is required always. Out of a commitment, not just to yourself, to being happy, but to much more than that. Most people, and culturally this occurs, we have the habit for being selfish, self-absorbed, unhealthy, addicted, addicted to so many things, foods, alcohol, drugs, sugar, but also addicted to being lazy, to playing the victim, addicted to being unhappy. To transform that, 
you have to step up and make a choice. And you have to break all of those habits through commitment, through practice. And all experienced meditation teachers will talk about practice as the foundation for all results. And we know if you're not serious because you'll stop practicing. You'll just give up easily. And if you're smart, you know that you've got a whole lot of tendencies to kill the commitment. And so you don't fall for them. You've got to be smart. You've got to continually be self-aware and learn about your egocentric habits and learn that you don't need to do that anymore. And there's a reason, there's one really good reason why it needs to be done right now and why you can't stuff around and waste time is because time is short. Life is short. Understanding death and that death will shake your whole world if you're not ready for it and it will end your life sooner perhaps than you think if you lost the chance because you didn't really commit or because you thought it would be too hard or too, you were too lazy, well, there's great cost in that for yourself and others. Okay, sit up and we'll do a transformed mind practice. Close your eyes. So many transformative meditation practices, or so many tools in yoga and meditation, Buddhism, yoga, even mindfulness. Any of these practices, if you use them for the rest of your life, you guarantee great results and a different lifestyle, a different world for yourself. Okay, so here's a simple one. This is to transform the egocentric, selfish tendency. Think of someone that you know that you don't like. For whatever reason. Probably someone you've had some arguments with lately or someone who irritates you or even makes you angry. That will be ideal. And to transform those emotions, those feelings, those thoughts, which are all about the egocentric self, just drop them and wish that that person gets all of your happiness and all of your health. You will happily trade all of your health and happiness so that they will have it instead of you. You would offer that. So with a practice like that, we set the practice in place. And you can play that game with so many people in the world. And you have to notice your reactions to that practice or during that practice, whether you actually resisted it or struggled in any way. And that's how you learn. That's how you learn how deeply your egocentricity goes or 
how deeply rooted it is. Let's think of another one. Think of someone that you know is sick or dying. And whether you like them or not, imagine that you are taking on all of their sickness and even their dying so that they may recover and have all the health that you have. You offer it all to them. And you can do this with a breath technique. As you breathe in, you breathe in all of their sickness, any of their unhappiness, any of their pain, any of their suffering. You breathe it into your egocentric self, your egocentric mind, and you breathe out, as you breathe out, all of your health, all of your happiness, all of your confidence. You offer it completely in exchange. That type of practice you could do every day for five, ten minutes. If you did it for a few months, you'd really learn a few things that you didn't notice in the beginning. Here's another transformative practice. If you are sick, or unhappy, or depressed, sad, anxious, or even dying, to transform that feeling of suffering and self-absorption, you can expand your awareness out around the world to people who you know are experiencing the same suffering as you. This can really give you a connection. And you can also know that the experience you are going through can be something that will help you grow so that you can help others in the same place. That is a transformative type of awareness. But really, it's just a way of thinking or feeling. It's just a way of seeing the world. You can practice every time you are struggling with something. Every time you don't like what's happening. Here's another transformative practice. Understand that whenever you get angry, that the violence exists inside your mind. That if you desire, look at anyone with desire to get something for yourself, any pleasure, that that is violence. That if you eat meat, that you are a party to violence. 
that if you try to control other people, you are being violent in contrast to being peaceful. Every judgment you make is violence where you separate yourself from others. Every righteous thought or feeling you have is violence. And watch that every day, all day, transform your mind. Expose the violence and then let go of it. So as we come to an end, we'll have a final rest to reiterate If you want to transform life, you've got to commit to it for the rest of your life. And you can guarantee you will have a transformed life. Focus on being healthy with your diet, with your body, with the way you use your body, with the way you breathe, with the way you emote, and communicate, and most of all, the way you think. The whole universe can open up through the window of your own mind. Have a deep sigh. And lie down for a final rest.
Have a deep breath. And then relax. Relax.